It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast, episode 170. Drew, Whoa. Mo, Yo. Moo Cow Rich. Bringing the bull. The big shot, Danny. What up? Wait, big shot? <laughs> I missed that. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> What's it like being a big shot? I don't know. Uh, let's go by most Instagram followers. That's Kyle. Exactly. So that's why I have to ask him. Is that what makes you a big shot? Uh, for this argument, yeah. Kyle, you're you're an influencer. Oh, yeah. Whether you like it or not. Yeah. That's what happens yeah. when you post once every year now. Yeah. What 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 is? Yeah. Yeah. What's up with that? I guess we're gonna open with that, Kyle. What about fill it? Us in. About what? Why are you only posting mm. once? Uh, in a while, in a blue moon. Yeah, I don't know. Haven't been feeling it so much. I don't know. I get like that sometimes. It's not like I've been doing anything else. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> I don't know. You've been on Periscope. I don't even know if that's still around. The fuck is that? Yeah, what is that? Periscope was like the first like kind of like uh, go live type of thing, like before Facebook Live and Instagram Live. Periscope is a Twitter was a Twitter company, and then everybody else jumped on it, and then Periscope went away. It's not like Grinder for Navy dudes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Grinder is, but I'm not in the Navy. That's the a fuck lie. you don't lying ass <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you? So I I asked this to the guys and I, I know Danny you've obviously and we'll get to this in a minute with your, your shipment just came in cigars are about to go out so we'll give you that platform in just a second here but here's what I wanted to ask you guys is Instagram still the spot for cigars or is, is TikTok catching on I, I've been hearing that there's been some content being put out on on TikTok what are you guys seeing in, in, in that world uh yeah, I think, I mean, for me, I think Facebook and Instagram are still at the top. Um, Facebook more so because of the groups that, that you can have. Um, and then Instagram is just, you know, the top photo sharing site I mean, or app there is. Now, yeah, there's other parts that are getting attention. But if you look at a lot of those, a lot of them are just like kind of re like reposting the same thing. There, there's not a lot of like, you know good original like they don't have good original content on instagram and then good original content on let's say tiktok or whatever right because the thing is it's like they'll just share one to the other um so i don't really count that like you're just basically sharing the same shit you got on one to the other but but there's some guys doing some stuff yeah there's there's not enough saturation anywhere else yet to, to make it like a thing you know, yeah. Some groups might be in certain places. Some some numbers of people might be certain places. But if you're a brand and you're like, I want to reach people uh, as a cigar company, I don't think TikTok is oh. your your number one. <laughs> right. I think it could be. It is incredible how how 
popular that's getting what TikTok? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess Bro, I mean, you're, we, you're like a year late. I mean, it's like if anything, numbers say it's dying down a bit. Really? Be- well, because Inst- Instagram came and made Reels, which oh, is yeah. the same fucking thing. So yeah. it, you know, it, it hurt them a bit. Well, wait a minute. Okay. But there's also uh, Clubhouse. I mean, TLE's been doing a bunch of stuff on Clubhouse. Is that is that picking up steam? It's picking up. It's not. There's not enough people there yet for it to be saturated. You know, you can't. Right now, if I go to to Instagram or Facebook and I want to find cigar content, it's real simple, right? Easy. If I want to go to Clubhouse right now, I'm probably not going to be able to jump into a room about cigars today. Yeah, right. So you got to get enough people there. Once enough people are there, I bet it's going to be cool. And they're trying to get all these people there, so it's cool. Um, which is, you know, noble. That's a cool thing. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, cigar smokers are not typically your your young, with it, trendy people on, on the internet. Is that is that a European app? Like, did that start in in Europe? Because there seems like, like I, I've been on a bunch of like sales and. Uh, entrepreneurship kind of me and a lot of them are from england you know or or mm-hmm. the person the person uh uh hosting or whatever or the few people it seemed to be from i don't know uh western you know some part of europe or you know mostly mostly like london england and there's been some some swiss and but i'm just wondering because the number is just pretty skewed but anyway it seems yeah, pretty cool. It's, it's, it's like based it, on it, technology out of Shanghai, uh, like everything else. But yeah. the thing is, is like, I think it's it's cool because it's like a way to have a podcast with a live audience, in a way. If you can, if you could schedule it right, like if you could say, "Hey, every Monday we're we're doing the we're doing the Salt and the Smoke podcast," and people know it, right? And they they go in, and you can decide to take questions or not. Yeah, you know? so. I think it's cool, but maybe know. we should do a clubhouse. Might get more listeners to... there, even with most people not there. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the thing about it that makes it tough for a podcast would be that you don't—it doesn't record, right? You can't listen to it again later, so it's not super might convenient in that sense. Yeah, but for us, that might be exactly what we need. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, it can have like a cigar lounge feel, absolutely, but. You gotta, you gotta have the people there for it. So I think TLE's doing a cool job. Like I, I think it's neat what they're what they're doing over there and what they're trying to do. Um, it's just a matter of getting people on there. I do have some invites if anybody wants invites. It's iPhone only. So fuck your Android. Yes. <laughs> but let's be fair. We've... We're not friends if you're on Android. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, we, you wouldn't be talking to you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So sad. Yeah. Did that answer your question, Mo? Yeah, yeah. Were you thinking like, about I'm doing not. a TikTok? No, <laughs> no. Uh, I think you should. I don't think I should. <laughs> I don't. If, yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> Cal, what else we got? Well, the thing we've all been waiting for. No, you don't want to do that yet. You want you want to tease <laughs> that a little bit though. <laughs> I, I think while we still have the majority of listeners, we let Danny tell us about the exciting news. Ooh. Oh. What do you got, Danny? 
Uh, I didn't want to talk about that. No, um, yeah, well, we finally got our shipment in for the first, you know, batch of Voyage. Um, so, super exciting. Um, and ready to start rock and roll. We'll start shipping out at the end of this week. Um, but, uh, yeah, I had some, we had some customs uh, uh, check our stuff. What's funny, man, it's like, in three years that I was at Roma, it happened to us twice, maybe three times, maybe. And on my first shipment, I got it. Like everyone I told was like, you gotta be fucking kidding. Because it's, dude, you know, I didn't realize you're going to send me some of those shaggy foots. <laughs> shaggy foot. That, that was like a, that was like a foot with gout. <laughs> but Hey man, it still smoked really well. So it was like, whatever. Um, uh, no, I, well, one, yeah, I'm going to send you a cigar. Not, not that one, but... Uh, no, no, so, no, you don't no, have to kidding. send me anything. I'm not. But yeah, man, it was You exciting. can send me that one. <laughs> oh, I smoked it. But, you know, it was cool <laughs> because this was the first time I was kind of, I'm, you know, I was kind of in charge of everything. So going through Miami Cigar, you know, they handled the importing, everything. All of a sudden, the, the cigars just ended up, you know, shipped to me at my doorstep. Uh, you know, but this, this is one of the first time, or this is the first time I got to, you know, coordinate with the factory and an importer and the, and the customs and picking it up or, you know, getting it picked up from the airport and, and deliver. And it was like, you know what, let's do the whole thing. So, you know, I rented a truck, we drove out there, we had him put the pallet on the truck and, you know, we, it was, uh, it was just a cool experience just to say, Hey, you know, we did it. Uh, I don't know if it's worth the, the pain in the butt not to pay like a hundred bucks for somebody else to come do it. Um, but, uh, you know, either way, we just, everything's super, super exciting. Right. So Ladipio, um, do you have, do you so, have any help in the warehouse or is it just you uh, and Jesse? Uh, just me and Jesse. Yeah. So really, and it's funny. Yeah. I've got some videos and pictures, you know, that is I your son post. old enough to work yet? Yeah. Uh, I get him to sweep the floor. Yeah. He's three. <laughs> <All> <laughs> he right, makes good. more of a mess. Yeah. He makes more of a mess than anything else. But no, I mean, right. worst case, I mean, I have uh, I have a 19 year old daughter that lives here. If I ever really need it, I got you know we have friends and family that I would not pay at all to come help. So uh, if I need it that bad, but you know for the most part, it'll it'll just be us. But um, exciting to say the least. You got like rows and rows and shelves and shelves of boxes. Yeah, man, and they're all pretty much gone. Uh, which is super exciting. Uh, I just, you know, we kind of put them in there to, you know, just get the temperature, humidity. We took them all out the boxes just to kind of inspect, you know, the quality of the boxes and cigars and, and everything. And, and then, uh, honestly, to get that video, to get that picture of all of it on our shelves in our warehouse was another reason why I did it. <laughs> just, you know, it, we've come a long way, or we've come a ways. We're actually doing something with that. So, very exciting. Good shit. Yeah. So here's a question for, for you guys then. As a new cigar brand or a small cigar brand, right, how do you determine, like, what's the right number of cigars to start with and what's the next reorder? How do you figure that pace out so you don't miss it either direction? How does that work? That's the... That's good. That's the secret sauce. I mean, that's... I mean, I'll let Mo. I just talked about it. So let Mo and then I'll jump in. You guys ever watch Wheel of Fortune? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, basically, take a chance. 
I mean, it just, it, it's, it's about feel, man. I mean, I know that sounds ridiculous and some people might say that's fucking the stupidest thing they've ever heard, but a lot of it is on feel, momentum, current inventory, um, number, you know, what, what's moving, what isn't like, for example, for me, I drastically cut back on certain sizes, how much I make of them. Right. And I put more resources into other sizes, for example. Um, that's key because if you, if you are wrong on inventory, that could, that could kill cash flow. Mm-hmm. especially as a small brand. And I made that mistake like the first year. And so, yeah, I was like, I'm never making that mistake again. So for me, it? it's like, you ordered, you ordered too much or not enough? No, too much of, of a certain, like, like certain sizes. You know what I mean? I just mm-hmm. got stuck yeah. with them. And that is like, yeah, I mean, Everybody, everybody wants you to like, oh, do this size and make it a new yeah. size and do this size. And it's like, dude, those don't fucking sell, man. Like, yeah. uh, you, you have to, you have to strike a balance between being smart and like making, I mean, I don't, I don't know how else to explain it. It's not, this is a livelihood. It's not like a. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you got to be smart. In- inventory is everything, man. I don't care what. I, I mean, that inventory, proper inventory management is huge. Yeah, t- too much is too much. Not a good thing. Not enough is, is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, for me, you know, the first order, right? You're just like, well, I kind of I try to measure by the response I got. Um, when I left Roma times the response I got when I announced. Um, and it, it, I'm still wrong, but you know, you know, on the next one, you're like, you got to kind of do the same thing. It's like, okay, well, what's the sell through rate, right? Like that's, that's where your communication with your stores comes in, you know, very important because it's like guys like, yeah, man, I'm selling, you know, let's say this guy bought 10 boxes of each SKU, right. Which is kind of like, a, a whatever order. And so you got, and guys like, yeah, you know, I'm selling, um, two boxes a week of this size or whatever. And he's like, okay, well that's eight boxes in a month. And that means you're going to sell out. Right. And if you're communicating enough to your stores, you're just like, well, all these guys are kind of going through this burn rate and they're excited. And I got an event coming up, you know, you got to take all that stuff into consideration too. Um, you, you do that and then you have a goal, right? So it's like, well, okay, my goal, you know, I sold, I don't know, 10,000 cigars last month. This month I want to do, you know, twelve thousand, right? So, well, to do that you got to order it. Um, you know, the sales, the kind of salesy guy in me. Um, if I have a warehouse with, you know, fifty thousand dollars worth of inventory, then that now that's my goal. I got to sell it all, right? So it's just like, it's like, well, let me go a little, little deeper than I maybe feel I should, and then that'll force me to sell it. And I, I, that, that kind of works for me a bit, right? Like. Um, like no, I you know I have to get this done. So it, it it applies that pressure to me to to move the product. So for me, I'd rather have more. I'd rather have way more inventory than not enough. Because at least way more, even if I sold it at cost, 
At least I didn't lose money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So these these cigars are going to be on shelves in what two weeks, something like that. Well, so we have our launch event on the tenth, and then the way I'm the way I'm staggering my shipping, uh, most all the other retailers should have it ship. It should be landing at their door on the twelfth of whatever month this is coming up March, April, uh, April, April, Jesus. So, um, yeah, so that's the 12th. And then I got an event on the 17th here in Orlando, which is going to be pretty dumb or in Sanford. Nice. So So if I'm a consumer that wants your cigars, how do I go about (laughs) getting them and how do I know who has them? Like, do I just, do I DM you? What do I do? Uh, yeah, you can. Um, (laughs) Oh yeah. Right now, uh, you know, uh, kind of talking about you know the first kind of main event that has uh, they still have a bunch left on their website is sunscigar.com uh, it's a new shop owned by Matul from New York and uh, headed up by Vince from B&B which uh, all of our guys should know uh, that'll be April 10th but you can order now and then they'll ship you know the, I think they're shipping day of the event uh, they have uh, special like boxes with their logo on it nothing crazy but it's still pretty cool just to remember the relaunch event and um so that's them uh if if you go there and they're sold out which i don't think they are but if they are there there are some there are a few other guys that will have them um nickel city tobaccology uh boiling springs hogshead there's there's a bunch of shops that are i I think are taking pre-orders they were but but if not i mean as soon as that launch event's over i'm gonna you know start blasting right everywhere that you can get it so everywhere i mean i'm not in a million shops or anything you're in a million shops right now? <laughs> no, I said I'm not. So I, I, I use the word everywhere like like it's actually that many. It's two million. He's, it's not a I million. I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do what you can. Two million. Two million is not yeah, three. I think I, I was. I texted you guys. I got super excited. I ordered. I, I waited till we got closer. I ordered the scale for the shop. And uh, that actually came in. It wasn't supposed to be until Friday. I got here today. So that's for me super exciting uh then the all the shipping boxes and the tape and the paper and all that was i was just waiting till i had the cigars and started getting that stuff rolling so all that stuff's pouring in here in the next couple days so i'm gonna be pretty busy at the at the warehouse getting all that shit set up and ready to make a smooth uh shipping day hopefully for me and jesse you're moving weight yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) At least that's, that's awesome. what customs. So if I don't are. like it, yeah. If I don't like it, how garbage is my palate? <laughs> no, if you, if you don't like it, <laughs> I, I'll probably quit the industry. I meant like just the average person. In general, if they don't like it. How much? How, oh, how shitty oh, is I, there? Oh, I thought it meant you. Um, nah, fuck <laughs> it. If you don't like it, then you're probably a Nicaraguan smoker. I don't know. I'm just kidding. It, you know, look, it's medium body. It's smooth. I mean, it's it's whatever. Again, I never really talk about flavor. I mean, I've said this a million times, but I, I don't really talk about flavor and taste much because everyone is subjective, right? There's people that like pineapple on their pizza. So, uh, but, you know, while you're burning it, take a look at it. Like, is, you know, are you telling me it's a bad cigar or you just don't like the way it tastes, right? Because I've been smoking these crazy, you know, like crazy. I, I got... Um, all these ones that are beat up by customs and they're smoking perfectly fine. Um, 
and right i mean literally right off the truck i know there's guys that say that but i was literally smoking it off the truck and it was they were burning beautifully so i'm not going to say anyone's palate is garbage just don't talk to me anymore <laughs> you probably have an android <laughs> <laughs> there you have it folks there it is but I don't know I'm excited it's legit so you've had when you posted those pictures you got some people begging for all your your scraps <laughs> basically right yeah it's pretty funny uh, yeah including myself uh, as you do <laughs> So that leads me to a question, uh, and we're going to tee up a question about trades after this. But um, what what sort of like what are the most egregious or awful or dumb or weird begging attempts that that you all have seen for free shit, right? Whether it's your stuff or somebody else's stuff at an event, at a shop, whatever. Hmm. I've had some rough stuff, but again, I just finished talking. I want Mo to go. Um, if he's still here, I bet Drew's here. Seen some no, shit go ahead, too. man. Oh, yeah, Drew's. I'm sure Drew's has seen some stuff and judged them instantly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of that on the internet. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Mm. I don't, yeah, I don't know specific instance, but go to any event and find a real fanboy that is going to nerd out over some shit and try to get free shit. And yeah, yeah, I don't really I, have that happen to me. Yeah, at Rome, <laughs> I had it. I had it with guys that you like. I I didn't even ex- I wouldn't have never expected it from them. Like, dude, you're really begging for a shirt or a hat or something. Like, like you know what I mean? Like. Because at, at times it's like the the shop has bought the cigars, which entitles them to a certain amount of swag and or they paid for the swag. So when they get there, hey, it's we're doing a deal, buy a box, get a shirt, right? So then these guys, come on, man, let me get a let me get a shirt. Let me I'm like, dude, these technically aren't my shirts, but you know, how can I any I like I wanna do it, you know, but it's gotta be respectful to the owner of the shop that paid all the money to get you out there. And then it's but then it's like I want to get like I don't care about giving you the shirt, but Jesus, like you're begging for this free T-shirt. Um, yeah, and it's or you know there's like the rare cigars and, and shit like that. Like, dude, come on, I know you gotta have something. You gotta you gotta have something. Like, yeah, but it's not yours. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like I don't mind, but to beg for it, like, oof, bro, here you go, man. It's a cigar, like, relax. I just like how low stakes it is, right? Like people will be begging for like a fifteen or twenty dollar item, and you're like, you would never do this anywhere else. What the yeah. hell? Yeah, it's like go to a restaurant and be like, come on, man, let me get that, let me get that free dessert, man. Like what? It's not free dessert. <laughs> like yeah, man, come on. Like, <laughs> no, bro, not work. Yeah, but I'll take a picture of it. I'll put it on the Instagram. <laughs> and. Here's another thing. Contrary to popular belief, cigars are not free. The cigars we give out are not free. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, man, I just, 
I had this. I I had to go over this with reps a few different times too. Like on, <laughs> uh, it's just nothing is well, free, man. I mean, I, I think the problem is, is like you know, a free one free cigar versus one free T-shirt, right? It's like sure. You, so it's like at some point you have to pick. You have to pick the lesser of two evils to give away because, like, oh, these for whatever reason people are just expecting free stuff, right? And hey, I I help build a culture, you know, that encourages that, so I get that. But mm-hmm. you know, at the same time, it's like, why do you feel entitled to free shit? You know, because you know me, you know. And even if you bought a bunch of stuff, like, yeah, it'd be cool to give you some free shit. But at the same time, you're still not entitled to free shit. You, some guys definitely deserve it. Oh, for sure. You know, for sure. No doubt about it. I mean, but yeah. I, I Honestly, bro, I don't get that. The only stuff that I've really gotten is, um, hey, I take really cool pictures. If you want to send me cigars, I'll take cool pictures of your cigars and... I, I don't yeah. need, I mean, that, no, we're good. Yeah. But other than that, like, I don't have people that, um, you know, whatever. So, yeah, I don't anymore, but I did for a little bit. <laughs> you mentioned that there's, there's people that deserve it and there's people that ask for it. What's the overlap of that? Is it like... 20%, 2%, 50%. The like guys that deserve it never <laughs> ask for it. Yeah. yeah. Ever. Yeah, but that, you know, that's part of you doing your job. Because if you know that guy deserves it, he, he, he's never gonna, he doesn't need to ask. Because you're doing your right. job and taking care of your right. customer base. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Well, let's get over free shit. Mo, tell us tell us what you're thinking about this trade topic. All right. Do it. So Okay. How do I want to start this? All right. You have hmm. Let's say you got some cigars that you really want to try, right? And you're like guys like okay, because we we see people send each other cigars. We sent. We see people like, hey man, oh I got you know a, a cigar bomb by so and so and so and so and so and so. But do like do a lot of people trade cigars? Is this something that happens? Like, oh, yeah. what would you trade? Like, what's something that you would trade for? And what's like, what would you be willing to give up for? And then on top of that, like, if you're willing, like, let's say you want something. You know, like uh, like an Opus X, whatever, Lost City, and you're like, man, I'll give you whatever, and then like three boutique brands that you might not have heard of, like up and coming brands. Like, are those like a, a player in draft picks or like a player to be named? I mean, how does this work? So, so what are some examples of some stuff that you guys would seek that you would trade for, and what you'd be willing to give up for it, or something that you have? that people have offered you to, to trade and what would, what would somebody have to give up to get it? So I guess the, the main trade etiquette thing that I've run into in the past, you guys can tell me if you've seen this too. Wait, is so real quick, you have the, traded cigars. Oh yeah. Many times. Uh, all right. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hit, hit us. It, it's uh, <laughs> it's quality for quality. You got to match it. 
right? If I have a, a super rare cigar that you want, you need to have a super rare cigar in the same price range or same rarity, like something that matches, right? You can't be like, man, I'm going to send you, uh, you know, a, a whole box of this cheap cigar that adds up to $100 for your Saka unicorn, right? That <laughs> doesn't okay. work. That's stupid. But, um, but okay, it's got to be so, quality for quality. Okay, but let me ask you a question. If somebody, okay, let's say somebody wants to trade you for that for that hundred dollar cigar, but they're willing to send you three or four like thirty to forty dollar cigars that you actually really fucking love. Yeah, sure. I mean, why not, right? If you if you're into it, who cares? That's I guess that's the main rule. If you're happy, who gives a shit? It's like anything else. Sure. Um, but you got to agree to it at that point. Uh, my my favorite trades are. You know, you, you meet a friend or whatever, you have a friend, and you just say, look, we're, we're both going to pick five cigars. That's a big we're assumption. We're going to give each other five cigars. Right. That I have a friend? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, that's the way that I like to do it, is you pick a number, right? And you do it blind. That's my favorite. Because I don't, there's not that many cigars I can't get my hands on if I want to. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it, it's kind of where it is, right? So... It's either quality for quality, or we're just going to go five for five, and I'm going to fuck your shit up. Those are our two choices. For me. Okay. So give, give me an example of a trade you've made. Um, I mean, I've made many, many dozens of them. Um, All right. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't have one that comes to mind. All right. But let like, me ask you a question. Find out, find out what that person likes, and you make sure that you, you make them happy with it. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, let me maybe ask. there's something specific, and you and you go through what they have, and you make a decision. But I can't think of anything specific. Okay, so you've never. Okay, that's kind of what I was getting at. So you've never like tried to trade for something specific. I have on occasion. Um, so what was the last cigar that you tried to trade for? That's a good question, man. It's been a minute. Um, there was this. Uh, there was this one I was trying to get for a friend. And mm. It was some, some, yeah, some <laughs> Drew Estate super fucking rare. I think it was like a black rat. I think that's what it's called. Okay. Like they made like two hundred of them or some shit like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, well, what is it gonna take? And we went through it, and he said what he wanted, and and I sent him a bunch more than that, and we were all happy, and I gave the cigar to my friend. Oh, nice. Um, that was a case where he was perfectly happy. Like he wanted volume, right? He wanted a bunch of sure. cigars. So he wanted a bunch of like $15 right, cigars and, that yeah. added up to it. Yeah. But then you, you go over that, right? You're not like, well, this is worth, I think the market value of the thing was like 150 or $200 at the time. Right. 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 Ridiculous. Right. So I sent him probably like 350 or $400 worth of cigars. Sure. And, and, and acknowledging the rarity of the cigar that he's trading. Yeah. Right. And all the work so you, you would have to do to go to it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So you got, you got to match it somehow and they got to be happy. Okay. Does that make yeah, sense? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Danny, what about you though? You, you've been active in the Facebook groups. That's not a place I've touched. Oh yeah, I used to be wild west out there, man. It was dope, and you you didn't you would never trade with someone that you you didn't know or couldn't get a reference uh, for. Like you, oh, I'm sorry, you wouldn't trade the blind, you wouldn't trade blindly to someone you don't really know or could get a reference for. 
Um, yeah, you can that was just, yeah, because <laughs> you're going to get fucked. And, and so, you know, a lot of times it would be specific, like, hey, I saw you post this, or like, yeah, I have extra, like, okay, I love, you know, how many are you willing to come out with? And like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll willing to trade two. He's like, okay, well, I'll take two. What do you, you know, and just ask, like, what are you looking for? And, uh, you know, you go back and forth like that. So th- there was a lot. And then there's, there would be guys that would be like, hey, uh, I want to do a, f- a blind fiver trade. Anybody down? And new people would be like, yeah, fuck it. Like, I'll send you five cigars. And then people that are like doing it with good spirits always are really just doing it to destroy the other person, right? It's like, like right. They, they, they'll send some craziness. Now, yes, there are guys like, hey, we traded. I never got my shit. Whatever, and you know they have some bullshit excuse. They get kicked out the group, you know, but it's too late. So you just gotta be careful. Um, but yeah, I used to do it all the time. For me, the wildest one I ever did was the two, was the uh, the coffin, the double coffin of the Drew Estate, the Liga Bravada Basher. Mm. Uh, so it was both cigars in a in a coffin in the coffin that it came in. Um, it was like I I think I gave like. $300 worth of cigars and $150 in cash. Um, now, the thing with that was I'd been looking for that cigar, at least just one of them, for three years and and got close a few times and could never get it. And so when I had that opportunity to get the coffin and book two cigars, I was like, whatever. So... That's probably my wildest one. Did you smoke that? So I was completely ready to. And then when I got it, I was like, oh, I don't want to break up this set, right? So just as the universe works, someone gave me one um, because I told him the story. So I traded him. I ended up giving him some some rare like Opus stuff or whatever. He didn't even really want it. He was just like, fuck it. I've smoked it, whatever. So that third one I did smoke. And it's on my Instagram if you guys don't believe it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And so that was like an OG type of uh, Liga Provada blend and all that. It was great. Drew. Yes, sir. You remember that guy that had all those Opus? Yes. Dude, you got to tell that story. Here. It's been a long time. <laughs> I didn't trade. I just bought Yeah, but bro, he brought it out like a fucking tray of jewelry. You remember that shit? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't even know. Like Danny might. I don't think Danny would know about this. And since Danny's an Opus guy, uh, I don't know. I'm not even sure where I found the guy. Met the guy. Um, Grinder. No. What is up with you and Grinder? Um, yeah, I didn't mention it. Cow did, and then you pretended not to know it. <laughs> uh, he. Um, uh, we couldn't go in his house. You couldn't go in his house. I think it was all his girlfriend. Right. Which was also why yeah. he was getting rid of all of his cigars. Yeah. She was making him quit smoking cigars. So I capitalized like capitalized on this. Um, <laughs> He had a bunch of opus that he had collected over the years uh, going to um, events and stuff. Um, but he had other stuff too. Um, what else? I don't know, all kinds of rare, probably uh, Drew Estate stuff, different Cuban stuff. Um, I don't know. The dude was freaking awkward. Oh, he was weird as fuck, but God, he had great cigars. He had great cigars. Unfortunately. It was cash only. 
his girl was making him sell them. He was getting rid of his humidor and everything once he was done with it. Yeah. He had a big old... Yeah, what did uh, you get? What did I get? Is that what you ask? It's cow muted Yeah, what again. did you get off of him? Oh, I have a shit ton of Opus. I don't know. I still have the Opus A that I bought from him. I never smoked it. Yeah, I still got a couple. That's got to be... I've... I think it's a 20-year-old cigar now. I've only smoked one of those, and it's really good for the first, like, half, and then you're like, <laughs> Yeah, like, fuck. I'm I've, I've smoked it twice. That's funny. It'll, it'll make you hate cigars. <laughs> Look, I, you'd be better off smoking two Opus, like, back-to-back than an A. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. You know who used to make a great A size was HR. I have I have a coffin with two of them in it. Yeah, that that was always a really good cigar. I it was. Dude, I don't know I don't know what's going on with, with HR. Uh, I, mean, I haven't spoken to Spencer in forever. Is he his father just passed away. Oh, did he really? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Like last week. Oh wow. Well. Is he still? I mean, is HR still around? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. I've probably made some trades, but I don't know specifically. I traded. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, so back in well, it had to be twenty sixteen. The Christmas toy for that year was Hatchimals, which is like, you know the. Uh, the new version of Furbies and these things okay. were $60 MSRP and they were, you know, you couldn't find them and they were going for 200 bucks. So I said to someone, you know, I say, like, Hey, I will trade a box of cigars for someone that sells me at call, you know, at MSRP, uh, a Hatchimal for my kids. I ended up with two. So that was pretty dope. I, I traded them to a box of Voyage each. I did. I did trade. Um, yeah, they still have. I still know he has fucking toys. I did <laughs> trade. Um, I traded for the that Stallone Opus A. Um, I traded a box of um, what was those a limited edition Don Carlos? Which ones with the Fuente. glove? No, it was older Personal than that. Reserve or Eye of the Shark? Yeah. I can't remember. Anyways, I traded a box of those for the uh, Stallone. Nice. Yeah, if it's something that means something to you, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I don't. Like, man, I, this guy gave me a whole box for it. Like, yeah, if you don't understand, sentimental reason to me, you know, is worth more than a dollar amount. Like, I just want it because it's fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, ooh, so is there something you guys want now that like you'd be willing to trade for that? Like, ah, oh, it's kind of a pain in my ass to get to. I, like, I can't really, I haven't been able to find it. Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe not something you're searching super hard for, but something like in the back of your mind, like, man, if I had a chance, I'd trade for that. Or I would love to get one of these. I think a trade's always on the table. It's just if yeah, the other sure. person, if you have something they want. All right. So, what's something you want though? Um, uh, the only thing I could think of would be that uh, Daniel Marshall Opus. 
Okay. Currently. But Do if they I could, still make Eye if, of the Shark? If I could find one, I'd just buy it. Yeah, for sure. Right, so if you found it, you would just buy it. Right, right. That's exactly. It's like it's a cigar that's hard to find. Right. Um, but if somebody if wanted to had one and wanted to trade for it, absolutely. Right. I've got some yeah. good shit. <laughs> Yeah, there's certain stuff that you're just like, all right, if I see it, I'm I'm acquiring it however I acquire it, right? So yeah. uh, I think Flower Band LFD hits that for me. Um, pudgy Monster Boxes. That kind of shit where you're just like, this is cool as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I think I got, um, I got a Sand Shark from that weird guy, Mo. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. From that weird guy. I can't think of his I name. Do, that doesn't even begin to explain it. Actually, I think his name was Jeff as well. Yeah, as well. Right. Well, yeah. Jeff's a weird name. It's for you, Jeff, if you're listening. <laughs> Just like, fuck you, I'm not listening. <laughs> I'll find out this week when he texts me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I still haven't pulled the trigger because I'd rather build my small business, but I, I still want one of those green uh, Dubai opens. Oh, that'd be cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah same. I'd rather just travel to Dubai and buy a box, though. Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> That's not happening when anytime my, soon. When my main house is as big as your guest house, then I'll go to Dubai. <sighs> All right. <laughs> You love it. Hey, um, this came up last week. Um, when you're the putting story from your work, oh. I do have that too. But when you're putting on your belt, <laughs> do you go to the left or the right? My left. Yeah. Does anybody go to the right? Any of you guys? No. Is that a thing? <laughs> Unfortunately, it is because. It came up at work, but there was only that, one. That guy one, needs to be fired. One guy at work. <laughs> yeah, that's embarrassing. <laughs> we we made fun of him enough to make up for it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was this the same guy you have? No, 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 no. I want you to bring him into the office tomorrow and then put me on speakerphone. I could do that. Uh, it's my turn to fuck with that guy. Okay. <laughs> God. This, shitting me right now? This is the, the this is the little guy that I have nicknamed Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, Workplace bullying. Love it. I actually got him a subscription to um, Cigar Aficionado, and it is addressed to Frodo. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucked up, dude. Yeah, he enjoys it though. Oh well, then there you go. <laughs> Well, he, but he also puts his belt on backwards. So he does put his belt on backwards. <laughs> I figured that'd be a better topic if somebody put theirs on backwards, but nope. No, All just normal people. Everybody's normal. All here. normal people here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Tell us his work story, though. 
Uh, I don't know if we have enough time for this. All right, cool. I'm working. Well, you tell me to wait and then not stuff. have enough time. I'm gonna work it up to nothing, and I mean it's gonna be terrible. Okay, so the story of Drew's sex life. <sighs> yeah, that's aggressive. So we hired this. We we we've got trouble. This is this is a whole other topic we need to discuss sometimes. What is the problem with like tw- early early twenty year olds? And work ethic or lack of, but so we hire this guy. Um, this is probably what November. Um, I never really had met him. They hire him. Uh, he kind of helps out with me in the warehouse for a little bit. He's he's actually hired for for a different position, but helps out with me in the warehouse. Seems okay. He's a little odd, you know, like maybe sheltered. It seems like. Whatever, he does a he does a pretty good job. They move him inside to uh, his other position. He seems to do okay there, but he does odd odd things, like um, might be having like a meeting in my office with one of the other managers or something, and he'll walk in there and just stand. He he doesn't know social cues like, hey, this meeting's not for you. Get the fuck out. Yeah, fuck out. So See the door closed and I didn't invite you. Yeah. So he'll walk in and just stand there. And then you'll be like, hey, man, what do you need? Nothing. And then he will just stand there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Or just normal conversation. We'll be having, you know, just a, a buddy conversation. He'll walk up there and stand Hey man, what do you need? Nothing. It's like, then get the fuck out. What are you doing? Um, so, uh, Frodo, um, he walks in on, uh, Frodo's wearing his headphones, jamming out in his office. This guy walks in, doesn't say a word, is standing behind him for, we don't know how long, like breathing on his neck. Finally, he like Ooh. spooks and turns around and is like, what the fuck are you doing? Man? <laughs> He's like, oh, you were working. I didn't want to bother you. Like, <laughs> what? Have you guys, uh, have you looked into his criminal history? He's too young. He has nothing. Well, look, are you kidding me? No, he has nothing. Jeffrey Dahmer started doing shit when he was like 12. This sounds like some serial killer shit. Oh, it gets better. So. Oh, that's, oh my. <laughs> so lots of creepiness weird creepiness creepiness um th- th- there was one day i was chatting with frodo uh out in the middle of the warehouse and we were talking um i always try to oh uh, he helps me with all the shipments of stuff so i was, mingle with the common folks <sighs> yeah i am one of the common folks there so <laughs> i uh I'm I'm kind of recapping what's got to go out that day and with who and this and that. And we're talking just not not like personal stuff. It's a work stuff. And one of our managers walks over and he's like, oh, oh, my God, you guys missed that. So the dude is standing like over in the corner, like, I don't know, 50 feet away from us, just like staring at us. <laughs> I don't even think he was close enough to be able to hear our conversation, but he's just standing over there staring. Okay, so better than the guy that fucks with the belt. 
Yeah. yeah. Frodo's the belt guy. Um, yeah. Okay, so. Tough scene. Fast forward a little bit. He's awkward on the telephone. Surprise, surprise. Um, <laughs> so, we finally decide this isn't going to work out. Like, you can't be like this around customers and stuff. And, I mean, you're you're awkward. You're socially awkward. His work ethic was pretty terrible, too. You'd have to stay on his ass about everything and double-checking, make sure he did stuff, whatever. Okay, so we decide we're going to give him, like, his two weeks' notice. <laughs> we're going to be nice and let him find another job. So the owner has a conversation with him, tells him, and our big deal is, and, and his kind of saying is, hey, I don't, I don't decide if you stay here. It's, it's your peers. They decide if you stay or go. He tells him this in this conversation. He tells him, hey, I'm going to give you two weeks. I'm also going to check with one of our other locations to see if they could use you. Maybe I've got a position out there. I would start looking for another job. So shortly after this meeting, he comes and grabs me. <laughs> Where? And for the <laughs> no, for the next hour and a half, he's asking what he can do to stay. And so then I'm confused because I'm like, I w- I wasn't in on the firing com- conversation. So I, I I knew that's what was coming, but I wasn't in on it. So I was thinking, okay, maybe he's maybe he's legit giving him a second chance. He's letting us maybe talk with him first before we go, yeah, no, he's not going to work, whatever. So I'm like, what the fuck? So this is weird. Come to find out, no, he had fired the guy, given him his two weeks, and he had just misunderstood in the conversation of him telling him, hey, you're not listening to people. He was not listening again. (laughs) (laughs) And he thought he could just stay. Oh, he thought he had like a two-week, like, probation. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of close to the owner. Uh, so, I, I speak to him that evening. And I was like, hey, man. I kind of mention it. And he's like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, this is what happened and what he thinks is going on. He's like, oh, my God. I literally told him, I don't think you're listening to anything. And he wasn't listening to that. <laughs> Dude, it was so awkward after that because I knew I knew he had been fired. And then like the next morning, he's there and thinking, I mean, dude, he's because we had this meeting with him. He's like busting his ass. He's running for the fucking phone. Finally, he's asking all these questions. It was like a new employee and he was doing amazing. And it was like, man, I don't want to have to have a meeting with you once a month so that you actually work. Anyways, uh, he got moved. Um, yeah, he got moved to another location, and uh, so so he didn't lose his job. He got he got he moved. did not. Um, I mean, he That's kind good. of kind of did, but <laughs> he's still employed. He is still employed. He probably, should, if he's listening, should look for another gig somewhere, but. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe that was his wake up call. You know what I'm saying, dude? I really hope so. Because okay. look, he uh, the curse of the nice guy. He is a nice guy. He's he's young. Yeah. I think a lot of the awkwardness he can get out of. He could 
socialize with some people and grow out of some things. And, and the, the problem we have at our Tulsa office is we run really lean, um, people crew wise, and we don't have time to teach you how to work. I mean, some other places right. they, they can kind of deal with some of that for, for a good person that's going to grow and we can, they can kind of teach you some. We, we can't, I mean, we, we need you to see. Is that a, a reflection a, of the employee or of management? Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to say it's not management. We, we just don't have time to like, dude, if you walk by a full trash can, you, you just know to take it out. Or if there's some trash right. or a mess on the floor that you met, you sweep it up and you, you go on. Like if you notice we're right. low on something, you say something. We, we don't have time to teach you to refill the fucking toilet paper in the bathroom. Cause this was another issue. We don't have time to teach you that if you're making your Keurig coffee in the morning and you run the water out, you refill it for the next guy. <laughs> These are other things that would happen. With Did you say your Korean coffee? Keurig. Oh. We have a Keurig in the office. We have a coffee pot too, but we have a Keurig that most people use. And Pretty much, look, you're standing there waiting on your coffee. Everybody refills their water. You know, it has a little water tank on it. Use. We have a cup there. You just fill it up, dump it in, refill it. This individual like to just fucking run the water out and leave it for the next guy empty. <laughs> That's like some shit Danny would do. Never. Fuck you. <laughs> well, in all these all these little things, we're because That's just some shit I would. <laughs> I would do it yeah, on. I'll take my shit. I take my shopping cart back. But. I I would do that on purpose to somebody, but this guy was just doing it. Um, not putting tools back. It was a complete fucking mess. Here's here's the deal: is we've worked in that office with with this this amount of people, these exact people, for the last year and a half, two years. So we know when something's out of place. <laughs> so if you come in and aren't cleaning up after yourself, we know it's you. Because for the last two years, <laughs> everything's been running flawless. And now all of a sudden, the pins out of this jar are always fucking gone because you take one every time you're there and you never fucking put them back. You don't. It sounds like a bunch of little shit. Oh, dude, it is. But it's, it's, it's just petty ridiculous. Like, dude, you fucking emptied the tape dispenser. Put another roll on it. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? Oh, you used all of these boxes. Fucking restock them. We just don't have time to teach you to to work, like care about others. <laughs> just be self aware. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, uh, You've been there since November. Yeah, roughly into yeah mid end of November somewhere in there. I'll figure it out. And that's what I told him, too. I mean, he came to me right after. He was like, hey, I'm going to this other location, whatever. I was like, dude, look, it's not the end of the world. I know you're young. You really wanted to be up here. But I'm fucking old. Not as old as Danny, but I'm old. Not as old as Mo. But I was like, I, I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do till like, two years ago. So <laughs> It's like, you're young. Let this be the wake-up call. Get out there and bust your ass, work your work your butt off, and maybe there's something out there that you go, oh, I fucking love this. I'm glad I didn't make it up there, 
or maybe something else pop uh, comes up, pops up, but it's not the end of the world. Yeah, I, can't, I can't wait to figure out what I'm doing. Someday, Danny. Someday. One day. Do we lose Kyle? He's muted, probably. No, I'm soaking it in. Soaking it in. It wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, but, dude, I don't know. As it was going on, it was so frustrating. I thought, I've always thought that the person who takes the last cup of coffee and doesn't refill it at work, they should be fired. You get, like, two strikes, and you're, you're done. Yes. Absolutely. Oh you're a nice boss. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have the fucking coffee mission. (laughs) (laughs) You get a Red Bull dispenser. Yeah, Yeah, you got time to drink coffee, motherfuckers. At lunchtime, you clock out for that coffee. (laughs) That's right. We can at least have coffee, but refill their fucking water. (laughs) Don't be that jackass. Refill your coffee pot, people. Yeah, take trash out. That's something you really don't want to fuck with is people's coffee, too. <laughs> Especially Drew's coffee. Yeah, you're damn right. <sighs> I can't, on a separate note, but related, I'm sorry. I fucking hate Keurigs. I don't enjoy the coffee from a Keurig at I, all. I agree. I... I've found some that I can drink, I can, like, tolerate because I don't want... Here's here's the issue at work. Yeah. <sighs> I used to make a pot of coffee every day. The problem is, then I had to buy the fucking coffee all the time for people. And I had to grind up the fucking beans or buy them ground or whatever. And then nobody would clean out the fucking coffee pot. So guess who got stuck doing it because I wanted a, a pot of coffee the next morning? Right. Me. So I was constantly cleaning the fucking coffee pot and and mm-hmm. buying more coffee and filters and all this shit for people. And nobody would ever rarely would help out. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to I'm going to either bring my coffee from home, which I do a lot now, mm-hmm. or I can tolerate some Keurig here and there. <laughs> I found some decent uh, Keurig pods that uh, I can tolerate. Yeah. But I agree. Dude, I couldn't, for the longest time, couldn't do it. It's, it's, I don't know. It doesn't brew a good cup of coffee. No. No. Yeah. They're going to, uh, you know, they're going to go out of business with like these Peloton guys because of the way you guys think of their product. There's a lot of like really successful products you guys don't agree with. Right? How the fuck? Are you kidding me? You want to get me started on this shit? Yeah, I do. Peloton. Uh, fucking Peloton. Kiss my fucking ass. All right. My uh, Dude. my mother-in-law actually just bought a uh, a Peloton. <laughs> All right. So so okay, that's why Drew the... was so quiet this time. No, yeah. no. She she got the uh, she got the elliptical. Hold on a second. So. What's the over under until that becomes a fucking, you know, drying rack? Oh, at her house? She'll use the shit out of it. For how long? Oh, for, but she'll fucking wear it out. No. Yes. What's, 
No, won't happen. Hundred percent. That's why she's getting rid of the treadmill because she broke it. (laughs) (laughs) She's gonna end up getting rid of it, and she's gonna want another treadmill. Uh, maybe Peloton make a microwave. I'll get one of those. She she um. Dude, she she rows. She has a big rower that she uses, and I don't know. She rows for like an hour every day, and then she has so many. She she tracks like her steps that she gets in every day. Dude, she does like <laughs> ten miles a day in fucking steps. That okay, she seems way she, way too put together. She's me. not the normal person that's buying a Peloton. I'm telling you that. I'll look at I on a related note of cliche shit. I saw this sky blue Tesla SUV, and I almost just wanted... I started punching myself. I just couldn't take it. I was like, what is this shit? You should have punched the driver of it. Oh, I I would love to. (laughs) I would absolutely... If if I see them, I will be like, please. I mean, like, what were you thinking? Why? And they'll be like, what's wrong with it? And they'll think I'm talking about the color. And I'll be like, why the fuck would you buy a Tesla? Because they're so cool, man. And I'm, <laughs> I'm saving the environment. Oh, the fuck you're not. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> shit. Here's what I don't understand about electric vehicles still. You, you can only go like 200 fucking miles. No. How are you ever going to take that thing on a road trip? What if I want to... Tesla's like 400. Yeah, Tesla's like 400 miles. Okay. And you, they actually Still. have like they have the charging stations from like the east coast all the way to the west. Coast. Yeah, you're gonna yeah, have to man, sit pull, there for thirty or forty five minutes. I oh, want. Yeah. I'm not saying it. Well, either way, I mean, I want to drive up and see Mo in my new Tesla. So halfway, I got to fucking stop and and charge up for forty five minutes. Better believe it. No, Don't fuck pretend that. You're not gonna sit there and take a shit for forty five minutes. No, I'm a quick shitter, dude. Dude, but think about it. Like most of the way, you're on that autopilot, and you don't even got to hold the fucking steering wheel. No, that's no. been proven that you can't count on that. Fucking, I'm gonna count on it. I'm no, gonna, I'm gonna count. On it. Okay, well, With all I my wouldn't. kids in the car. <laughs> no, stop it. And speeding. This is embarrassing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna immediately text message everything I did. I'm, <laughs> I'm so down. You remember like Minority Report? They had the cars that were like. They were essentially like these small living rooms, almost like really like the car. The chairs would all look at each other. They're yeah. called and a Maybach, all... and then you get a driver. No, it was it was a magnets. Like the roads were ma- whatever. <laughs> I've, I've always wanted that. Since I was, that's why I was like, yes, it's like a road trip where you nobody has to drive. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's called what? A, it's called that's an, the fun part about it's it. It's called an airplane, no, not, Danny. Not one. Yeah. No, no, because I love I love the sightseeing. I love the seeing the. You Take know, Amtrak. Work. Okay, dude. What is your problem? <laughs> Get someone else to drive. Yeah, I'm gonna have the car drive. Let let your wife drive. Fuck no. One of your kids. Let them drive, and then you can enjoy the science. Yeah, I'm gonna, trust drivers, the Tesla. You know that, right? I'm gonna trust. I'm gonna test. I'm gonna trust the Tesla over my ten year old drive. So yeah. <laughs> How many road I'm, trips do you go on? Me? Well, all the time, dude. All the time, like, like we, I drove. I drove from Texas to Florida in those three years that I was there, probably six times. And when we lived in Maryland, I mean, we are in Georgia. We supplied drive to Florida all the time. 
we used to drive to we drove to Canada, Rochester, New York, New York City. All we without drove. a all without a Tesla too. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. I would have had a much better time if I had a Tesla. No, you wouldn't have. You absolutely wouldn't have. You would be pissed. I wouldn't have trusted it to take it on a fucking cross-country trip. (laughs) Yeah, you'd be pissed that you had to stop to charge the damn thing. I would have tested it before. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) man. I I just... (laughs) I I just... Okay. Okay, here's the truth. Do I hate Tesla? Absolutely not. I, I actually think... Electric vehicles are are awesome. I really do. I mean, I wouldn't get one at this point, but I think they're cool. I think, you know, hey, man, I'm all for it. Peloton, do I really hate Peloton? Absolutely fucking not. But, but the Tesla the, is because of the business model, not so well, much the product. I, I just think he's a piece of shit because I think that they haven't really made – he doesn't deliver on anything he says he's going to do in the time that he says he's going to do it. And they get all these accolades and they have a shit ton of issues. Like he lies, like, Oh, sales are through the roof, but yet they keep slashing prices on their cars. And, and like, like, Oh, we're taking over the China market electric vehicles. They've slashed their prices three times. Like we're the sales dude. You know, I, that's just the stuff that bothers me from a business perspective. But do I hate Peloton? No. I mean, whatever. It's it's lame, but if you like it, you like it. And if it gets you exercising, okay, I can respect that. But they have these, like, fucking cults. And yes. that's what I love to rile up. It is absolute pure joy to, to like, just poke the bear and get them riled up about it. And that's what I enjoy. You'll appreciate this. I rode with somebody in their Tesla, and she was saying, this car is trying to kill me when I turn on the autopilot. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so she did, and we're going straight, and she turns on the autopilot, and the car just takes like a hard right. It's, <laughs> it's like, oh. How, right how, how could you sell something like that to the public? And she's not the only one. Like, this is, like, common. Bro. I met an engineer at a cigar shop for Ford that worked on their autonomous vehicle division. This was two years ago or three years ago. And he told me that they were about to make it purely safe and actually like doable. They were anywhere from five to 10 years away from that. Ford. Ford. So if Ford couldn't fucking figure it out, Tesla ain't fucking figuring it out. Well, if Ford engineers are saying five years, it's probably 10. He said okay, five to ten. But you think that Tesla could afford to pay better engineers than Ford Motor? Motor. Uh, I don't know about better, but I. Yeah, well, I mean, better is suggested, but I think the right ones, right? Like for what their goal is, because Tesla's goal was always electric. Like, and and here's the thing: is people think of Tesla and the Model S. But Tesla's been around in a in a fucking roadster for a long time where they were they were testing shit out, right? So it's not like Tesla's only as new as the Model S. You a fanboy, bro? I well, one I have mad respect for fucking uh, what's his nuts and and you know, he didn't even start Tesla, you know that, right? Right. Who gives a fuck? But the well, point is, is well, respect look, the dudes that actually started it. Yeah, that didn't do it right. 
this dude became the richest guy in the world by fucking doing it right. And, and obviously, that's most of that's he became not the richest Tesla, person. But. He became the richest person in the world for a different way, but I'm not going to get into that. But look, there we go. Yeah. No, yeah. no, there, there's there's a reason. But look, it. He. First of all, Tesla will not be the lead. Like when electric vehicles become more of a norm, Tesla yeah. will not be the industry leader. I promise you that. Who cares? They're dope. Like Ferrari's not the industry leader <sighs> by any chance, by any stretch of the imagination. <sighs> I get but, well, yeah, because you have because you have like a personal vendetta versus that. Like you just don't you just don't like it. I think it's like a it's like a brainwashing mo. They yes, they've they've almost they've almost brainwashed people to think that they're really cool and they're not. Dude, they're built like shit. If you actually have to drive <laughs> this thing, I mean, I've, dri- I've been in them. Cow almost got killed. <laughs> it was okay. really fast acceleration, though. Right, you yeah. go fucking quick that, in those things. Not Absolutely. even, not even Cow said he almost died. So relax. <laughs> 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 like not even Cow. I was like, yeah, I was pulled to the right a little. You're like, Cow almost slipped. <laughs> but then, but then you got. So what do you want? You want Tiger Woods in a fucking Hyundai SUV? Does that make you feel better? Right. It's like. Uh, no. It could it could happen in any I don't know. Anyway, actually, you know who will probably end up being the EV leader. All jokes aside, probably be Volkswagen. Well, that'll probably yeah. be the leader. The largest car company in the world. So hopefully, we figure some yeah. shit out, right? You know, and and, and they'll find and out hope- they were lying on their emissions. Yeah, and it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not really they're not really <laughs> yeah. electric. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> are you sure this is electric? Because it sounds like it's fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, dude. It's fucking it's electric. It's right. Peloton. No, that's funny. So, so anyway. what's, what's interesting, man, and, and to bring kind of like design and all of that back to kind of cigars, did you guys ever like notice when like a, uh, a cheaper like a uh, car company will basically fucking steal the design of more expensive cars. And then, sure. You know what I'm saying? Um, when the Chrysler but, 300 looked like the Bentley. Right. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Exactly. So where are you going with this? Oh, yeah, where's, that, where's the head? Mm, well, I thought you were going to relate it to the cigar industry. Who's um, the Peloton of the cigar world? <laughs> I don't know who that would be. <laughs> that's my that's my cigar brand. Hurry up, get it now before Lo- it goes away. I <laughs> 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 oh, better fucking enjoy Patina now because I don't know how much longer yeah. I can do this. Shit. Yeah, I need that cult. I need that cult. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm just fucking hating because I don't have my own cult, like brand no. cult. You have Part your own. It's thing. just like five people. Yeah. Ten. Three of us are here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we gotta we gotta do a uh patina baracoa fucking collab, bro. Alright. Let's do it. Is our podcast actually a cult meeting? Is that where that went? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Must be. Yeah.
You know, it'd be cool. I mean, uh, I guess, well, I don't want to spoil it just in case he's like, no, nah, never mind. That was a dumb idea. But there is a, oh, we could do it like this without naming the thing. There is a fairly popular online site that has talked about doing a patina voyage sampler pack, which would be dope, right? Mm-hmm. So if we did that, we see what the reaction is, and then we make a cigar together. That'd be dope. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be awesome. So uh, if we pre-ordered them, Danny, when will they? Uh, when will they ship? I believe that from if you got it from Sons, I believe he's going to start shipping out the the tenth. But that's a Saturday, so I don't know how much sense that makes. But he may get they may get up. You know, I guess my assumption is people work all the time, so he could get up Saturday morning and start shipping, or like that tenth. You know, uh, and start shipping or start shipping on the twelfth. Or actually, he's probably smarter than me and is going to ship so that they land on the tenth. Oh yeah. So yeah. So maybe uh, somewhere around the tenth. Somewhere around the tenth. Yeah, depending on who you got it from. So awesome. Yeah. And then I just hope they don't suck, you know. Me too. I got a whole box. <laughs> got a whole box of shit. <laughs> I'm gonna start selling them off to my buddies. <laughs> you guys got to try this. Complete garbage. <laughs> like if you have good food, you never want to share it, right? Because like, bro, taste this. It's fucking terrible. That's how. That's how I was with uh, patina for a long time. I was like, ah. Uh. Terrible. I don't want to give these away because they're good. <laughs> don't give them away. They're good. Now you got to promote. You got to support the team. So here, okay, funny. We talk about this. I had to have a talk today with a guy about sample distribution. And it, I don't know, man. I just. It is incredible the hoops that people want to make us jump through as like small brands just to earn a little bit of space. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> but you got all these resources. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got you got your own company. You're rolling. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right now I'm washing lettuce. Soon I'll be on prize. Couple <laughs> yes. years. Mm-hmm. Couple years. I make assistant manager. That's damn right. And then the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know, Kyle, Drew. You guys know what movie that is? Oh come on! I'll, I swear to God, I'll hang up right now if you guys don't know. <laughs> that. Hmm. And, and you might as well just get Android. Might, <laughs> might as well just hang up, I guess. Have you seen the second one? I don't watch movies, you know that. Oh my god. All right. We'll see you guys. I have no idea what the is it is it clerks? Uh it's coming to America. Oh no. It's an OG. Come on. I don't know. If you'd gone with uh this week he's mopping floors, next week it's the fries, I would have got you. Well that's a Kanye West song. Exactly. Wait a minute. Cal from Wisconsin knew a Kanye West song. It's kind of old, but it's fun. Never mind. Cal, you're legit. Cal, are you yeah. doing a blind review right now? 
No, I did that earlier. Oh. Closed my eyes, smoked a cigar. <laughs> nice. How'd it go? I can't say yet. Oh. All right. Our li- our listenership includes the other reviewers. Uh, we we all send it in, you know, for a predetermined time. And we don't find out or talk about it until after. Oh, that's what's Speaking up. of his cigar boys noise, cigar noise boys, have they already surpassed us? In what sense? Like listeners? And, Effort. Yeah, well. <laughs> I don't know. How do you find out? Is that public knowledge? Yeah. Uh, no, dude. I mean, you ask me. We're getting like ten thousand listeners a week. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah. Not if that's factual. I don't, I don't, yeah. I'm not a fact. I'm not a fact checker. I just I just go off my gut. Damn right. Feels about ten thousand a week. Best way to do it. It's the uh, Peloton income <laughs> method. Jesse and I went to a uh, comedy club last week which was pretty dope. Um, and uh, it's a guy, it's a comedian called Joe List. If you're into comedy, you probably, he's from New York City. Funny. But he had a special guest that we had kind of heard about, but they didn't tell us who it would be. And it was Louis C.K. Really? Out of nowhere. And, you know. He's fallen. A, well, I mean, he lost everything, right? I mean, yeah. he lost everything. But the guy murdered, and he was just like trying new stuff out. He was hilarious. I'm like, yeah, I can look past you jerking off in a hotel in front of people. I thought it was funny. So um, anyway, that's the life in Florida. You know, it's like everything is open. It's like it's whatever. So that was kind of like including including his pants. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. I guess it's factual. So did you did you see his junk? <laughs> no. Was that part of the set? <laughs> yeah, no, it was. It, I thought so, but that it was just the microphone stand. <laughs> so. <laughs> so what's up? Got me ordered uh, another box of patina. Just now. Just now. Look at that, people! Live. Live. Thanks, Trufus. Damn right. So, so, Mo, that means your job tomorrow is to call the store and be like, hey, man, I'm, you must be getting low on inventory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that, that person he's ordering from is due for an order. There you go. So. You just caused the whole order, Drew. That was everything. That's it. Nice. I have a couple of buddies I'm splitting them with. They uh, they were interested in some. So, do you see that low key influencer assist though? That was pretty nice. I hadn't gotten my uh, email yet. Just pop the text right over. Drew orders. Everybody's happy. Boom. Well, since nobody's listening anymore. You're a hero, Cal. <laughs> I'm not even listening. <laughs> exactly. 
Well, you're not listening. You're ordering cigars. This is true. You're recording the fucking. Anyway, <laughs> we should probably take that out. <laughs> we're, we're all listening. We're listening as well as that employee of yours. Oh, yeah. well, speaking of, of ordering, um, we had Costa on last week from Smoke Man Young. They still mm. are honoring the Sultans of Smoke discount code. So if you want to order order some boutique cigars from, from Smoke Man Young, our, our discount code is, uh, is still valid. And I believe he actually upped the um, the amount off. Let me see what he texted me. What's the code? Uh, smoke like a sultan. Nice. Um, and uh, he bumped a. It's twenty percent off your order. Nice. So that's crazy. Smoke like a sultan. Take that, Matt Pricing. That's all I got, kids. That's it. Yeah, me too. I get to go to the airport now. Next week. For what? My wife has been in Massachusetts. I got to uh, go tonight. Nice. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right, guys. Appreciate well, it. Well, right, see you guys next week. Well, <laughs> see ya. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs>